Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode 12 of FPL Hotline. I'm your host, Matt Tomo, joined as always by Taz, Gash, and C4. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey. How we doing? Taz, Taz, you say what's up in like the exact same voice, like everything the same week. You're like, what's up? Like every week. I, lo- I love it. <laughs> and the C4 never says anything. He's just like... Oh, I feel like so I'm last. Consistent. So you know what? He says, you know what? I'm good. Gash yeah. says he raises his glass or something. I'm like, what? I'm supposed to do both of those? <laughs> I don't know. Something, man. <laughs> but all right. Let's uh, let's talk about this past week. Uh, game week seven. Um, Boomer bust. How'd you guys do? Uh, I, I did all right. You know, I did all right. How about you? <laughs> How about you, Taz? Um, I did all right. Above average. But... Uh... Only went up one place in our mini league, so could be, could have been better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gash, yeah, um, uh, I did a little bit better than all right, I guess, because I was twelve points above the average. Um, but nice. I'm still 18th out of 20 in our mini league. But um, <laughs> I was also pretty bad before this game week, so I wouldn't necessarily blame it on this game week alone. <laughs> I've right. just not had the best season so far. <laughs> and uh, and C4, how about you? I'm going to add a third B in there. I'm going to call this week blackout because you know what? By the end of the season, I'm not going to remember it. It just <laughs> felt like status quo. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was right at the average. I think the average this week was 50, 53. So, yeah. yeah. What, what was it last week? Was it last week that was like 19 or something crazy? Last week was the average yeah. of 48. It was two yeah. weeks ago that it was mad low? No, 48 was the low one. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. We, we were Which is funny because really game week four had an average of forty-eight. Also, that is funny. You're right. <laughs> it, no, no, no. Game week three. Game week, game week three had an average of forty-three. Oh, that's great. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good man. Hey, yo, Gash, do, do you know what else is funnier? Oh, what, what? Gash is still in the relegation zone. <laughs> I'm, I'm I actually i actually i'm glad you brought that up because i have the rest of you right where i want you all right i was in the relegation zone and i was in i was in 18th place halfway through last season and i finished in fourth so really it's you guys who have to be worried from the position i'm in because i have the experience to know what to do of course yeah i'm i'm okay. terrified i'm terrified of uh wait let me check what place you're in oh i gotta scroll to the second page here uh, yeah, you're in 48th oh, place. You're in 48th place of the FBL Hotline League. So hey, all Tomo, hey, Tomo, hey, Tomo, do you remember last season when you left your team for like 10 weeks and didn't do anything, and you were in fourth, and then you started managing and dropped down the table? Because <laughs> I remember that. See, there's two ways to look at that. The way I look at it is that I set my team so perfectly that I didn't need to touch it for 10 weeks, and I still remained in fourth place. That's the way I look at it. And then yeah, I started I started tinkering and I messed it up. But I, I forget that part, you know, selective memory. It's a great thing. Ignorance uh, I is bliss. I mean, if, if you had finished in the top five, then all of the FPL hotline members would have been in the top five in our mini. Oh, uh, I know. I think what did I miss? I think I missed it by like four or five points on that last that last Yeah, week. all I remember is dollars and you got zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's let's I don't like where this is going, so I'm gonna change direction here a little bit. <laughs> I want to talk about your hat, Gash. Uh, nice, nice pink hat. Looks, looks cute. Right. Um, <laughs> let me read off my script. This is FPL Hotline, and we have merchandise to sell. So if you have extra money, or if you don't, please go to our website and purchase one of these excellent items. As you can see, it says FPL Hotline along the hat, and it's also a very nice pink color, and I like it a lot. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> and it doesn't just come in pink it comes in uh like oh, white, white black. and black uh, and uh like this beigeish color which sounds yeah. ugly but it's not it, it works um so yeah uh we we haven't like put those up on our official site yet but if you guys if you guys think gash looks cute let us know and uh maybe you can buy one for yourself <laughs> oh okay. yeah no, nobody's nobody's gonna buy it now <laughs> if you want you can buy gash for the night also it's not <laughs> it's, it's a little cheaper than the hat. <laughs> yeah. It's on clearance. Actually, Gash pays you for, for the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs some company on Friday night. <laughs> All right. So we've had this little game week seven ticker going for the last like five minutes, and we haven't mentioned uh mentioned too much. We went over our points, but who are some uh who are some standouts to you? Who what teams were looking good, what players were looking good? Just, just some general thoughts. Uh, I mean, Tad, I would, 
Oh, C4, you want to just jump ahead of Taz? Okay, yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like jumping. <laughs> oh, okay. Fun, fun fact, one of Canada's only gold Olympics, I think, in the 2014 Summer Olympics was in uh, trampoline jumping. So just putting that out there. That's Canes an Olympic very sport? good at jumping. Yeah, apparently, that... yeah. Wow. Canada made it to the Olympics? I don't really have like... I must have been very comfortable. <laughs> Is he making another joke? I can't tell. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Uh, oh, I thought. I mean, I thought Chelsea was the best team this game week. I think they probably put it together the best. Unfortunately, and yeah. I mean, I don't think any of us will debate that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, of course, they ruined my game week with Christian Pulisic getting injured before. Oh, dude, that that sucked. Do we have any update on that? Uh, Lampard, apparently. I think, just said weeks. What? You you broke up a I little bit. I think Lampard said it's not a question of months, it's a question of weeks. Um, uh, that's I, I, how, that's I, still not great news. I was hoping it'd be I a question of hours. So, <laughs> I think I remember hearing something um, in the past day or two that it was pretty – like uh, Lampard said something like he was involved in training, but he won't be involved in the Champions League game, which they just played today. today. So he said that yesterday. So I think everyone's kind of speculating that he's going to miss this game this um, upcoming weekend, and then there's the international break. And he actually got he got named the U.S. men's national team for the games over the international break. Mm -hmm. So it must not be too too bad of an injury. So I think everyone's kind of expecting that right after the break he'll be uh you know back and firing on all cylinders. Wait, so the U.S. national team roster came out after the injury, and he was still on it. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, okay. right. Okay, okay. Good news. Uh, good news. Still sucks because I just brought him in right before the game week, like five minutes before the deadline, and then, yeah, um, I would have been better See, off just leaving my team alone. <laughs> like last you year, you know? You could have you you done a smart move like me and brought in Rashford instead of Pulisic because he got two points this past game week. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> two points against the mighty Arsenal. Nice one. Yeah, one. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna put a nice graphic behind me of the the score line, but uh, you know, someone's wrong with the green screen or whatever. I don't know. It's not. It wasn't working. But uh, what a, yeah, what a terrible game as a neutral. Even I mean, there was like an expected goal of like 0.6 total between both teams. Like it was, you know, not including the penalty, but it was ridiculous. Uh, God, it was. I thought it was. I thought it was a beautiful game. Um, you know, that's just peak peak football. Exactly what you expect. Yeah, I mean, lads. of course, as an Arsenal fan, you're probably used to more used to that than myself as a Man United fan, expecting beautiful play constantly. But I mean, I guess you know, it's each zone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, El Nani had the the game of his life, uh, and so much so that uh, a former Arsenal legend brought him into his FPL squad this week. Did you guys see that? What says Fabregas? Yeah. yeah <laughs> His team is so bad. <laughs> it's like he saw El Nani running around and was like, that's it. I need that. I need that on my team. <laughs> you get, you get one, one of a point for every step he takes or something. <laughs> did you see Did you see who he subbed El Nani in or he, who he transferred El Nani in for? I thought he wildcarded. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But there was another Arsenal, a questionable Arsenal choice in that spot before the wildcard. <laughs> he had Ceballos originally, which is um, a that's little – That's because he's Spanish, though. So. Yeah, it's a little less confusing than uh, <laughs> than bringing in Mo, but yeah. Uh, so Cesc Fabregas, great, great player, but uh, terrible at FPL. Terrible. If you're Cesc Fabregas <laughs> listening out there, you should listen to more. Yeah. Of yeah. Hey, Cesc, if you're listening. <laughs> and, 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 and hey, hey Cesc, if, you're, if you're listening, I'm mad at you for throwing that pizza at Sir Alex Ferguson's face like back back in the the 2000s. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm sure I'm sure he'll be tweeting at us uh, his yeah. displeasure with sure. with this. That might actually be uh, a pretty good segment. Let's just dissect his team. Should we just uh, pull out our <laughs> <laughs> restart the episode? Let's bring up Seth Fabregas team. Rearrange all our uh, just shit on it. <laughs> it's bad. It was pretty bad. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, nah, I mean, he had, I mean, there with like not too great fixtures coming up. Um, mm. um I think he had expensive keepers as well. Yeah. You know, uh, keepers, I mean, where did he post? Or uh, oh, it was on the FPL Twitter account. Tweeted. Okay. Oh, oh, um, fantasy fantasy Premier League tweeted it. I don't know, man. <laughs> What's that? 
I don't know. He said fantasy FPL. Oh. <laughs> it went right over my head. I didn't even, I didn't even realize. Right, I'm All scrolling right, so, through. I, I'm uh, like two days back. I don't see it. Well, trouble scrolling, I can say that uh, Boomer Bust, Jack Grealish definitely um, boomed for me over this past <laughs> weekend. I'm really happy with, with bringing him into my team. I was actually looking just before this episode, too, and he has, um, over the past four game weeks, he's created the most big chances out of any player, you know, in FPL. So I'm, I'm really happy, and, like, um, I guess it depends on the players at the end of those chances. So on a better team, you might get um, a lot more uh, finishing of those big chances, but Aston Villa has been playing pretty well so far, so I'm, I'm still really happy with that pickup. You know, it seems like anything that they do almost always goes through him. Um, yeah. So I'm pleased there. Um, they, they've got to be like the surprise of the season with with how well they've been playing, right? If they keep it Denver, up, at least for Everton. You know. Yeah. And Everton, right, right. Uh, I found his team. Uh, so his goalkeepers are Alisson and uh, Steer. So he went. He went with the uh, the expensive. Oh, there, you got it up. All right, dope. So you got Alisson and Steer, uh, goalkeeper defense. He has Lamptey, Diaz, Zuma, and uh, Bernardo, Bernardo and Casey. So uh, interesting. Zuma's a good pick, though. Zuma's been been scoring a lot. Diaz, yeah. Lamptey's Lamp, Lamp, a good pick. Diaz is a interesting pick. Not not someone Wait, I would think. City so right fixtures turn pretty soon, so that's actually not too terrible. Yeah. yeah. And then in the midfield, we got Son Salah. Abba, Elmeni, <laughs> and, uh, and Riedewald. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen that name in FPL. He's got. A- <laughs> He's a four point four mid right now. Well, okay, um, he probably just needed a four point four to fill the spot. Yeah. Elmeni, Elmeni took up too much uh, of his. No, I, think, I, think, I think the team around Riedewald, in my in my opinion. <laughs> Dude, I don't want. I don't mean to sound like I'm shitting on El Nendi. Like that was a, that was a really dope performance this weekend. But why the fuck are you putting him in your FPL team? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, at striker, he's got uh, at the forward positions, he's got Jimenez, Kane, and Bamford. I actually like that front three uh, quite a bit. Although I'm not feeling awesome about Jimenez like moving forward these next few game weeks. He's got uh, got some tough fixtures, dude. Like if you look at between game weeks eight and sixteen coming up. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Five of them are like a fixture rating of four, and then one is a fixture rating of five. They got Leicester, Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, United. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough run for them. What know. do you think of his captain pick? Yeah, I mean United's pretty easy, but uh, what do I think of Sesk's uh, captain pick, the Alba? Uh, interesting. Uh, I, I wouldn't it's have. Very interesting. I wouldn't have done it. Uh, wait, did this come out? Did he, did this he is for the this, next game week. For the next yeah, one. this is yeah, right. yeah. Then I don't know. I don't know what you. I don't know what he would have seen in that performance from Alba to like really excite him. Uh, obviously, he had the goal on the penalty, but like the penalty he finished it, it great. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, as long as he's playing like out on the left wing, I don't. I'm I'm not feeling super great about Alba. I need I need him to play centrally. We need that. Um, so yeah, what would you rate his team on a scale of one to ten, Gash? Um, I would say six because he was mainly a number six in his career. So okay, okay. Uh, Taz, the team. Uh, I think I'll give us. Honestly, I mean, on any pick is probably just for the budget, but the rest of his team is pretty hard. I get a seven. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I was hating a little too much on the other. He's not. It's not as bad as I thought. Uh, C four. <laughs> probably like a five out of ten. Really? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll give him like a six and a half. You know, it's it's all right. <laughs> it's not as bad as I thought. I mean, I'm not the I'm not the biggest Seth Cabregas fan. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what else did we did we finish talking about game week uh, game week seven? Anybody have any final thoughts that they want to add? Like any anything interesting you guys saw? Uh, yeah. Well, Lester demolished Leeds four one, so that's kind of uh, Lester assets. Kind of like especially Barnes and Tillman's were kind of mm-hmm. like in previous couple game weeks not returning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Attacking uh, uh points from either assists or goals, but uh, you know Vardy continued scoring, so it's kind of you know I'm not sure about Leicester's run of fixtures, but it's something that kind of just keeping an eye for. And Leeds finally, um, you know their their little miracle of run came to an end. But uh, you know I still like think some Leeds assets are still uh valuable and have offers. Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely feel alright about Bamford still moving forward. And uh, you mentioned Vardy, I just want to say he had two assists as well, so uh, big haul for Vardy. I almost brought him in for Jimenez, but 
good thing I went with uh, Pulisic instead. Yeah, it was, it was great, great choice. <laughs> you know, I actually, it's, it's, it, Leeds are like a funny team because they always, no matter who they play, they always try to play like a very attacking style of football. So either they're going to be like, I mean, you're going to have like a wide variety of results where either they're going to be very successful mm-hmm. against three teams or it's going to be a tough game or right. they're going to, you know, like a Leicester game where they're going to get hit hard on the counterattack. Um, I, I was I was very happy that you know Dallas had that. If anyone's seen the highlights, Dallas Dallas's goal was bit like a cross that no one touched and just found its way to the back back of the net. So I, I started him and I was happy about that. <clears throat> it's actually funny that Bamford um, blanked this week because the three big chances that he had were actually the most he's had in a single game this season. Yeah. And he had, and he blanked versus like you know a hat trick last week and scoring in, in other weeks. So I it, it just it's a it's a very super unlucky thing of him. Super, yeah, super super unlucky. But I still feel good well, about him going forward. There was a lot of worry was, that uh, Rodrigo would take over, but it seems to be it seems to be Vanford's spot to lose for now. Yeah. So the only the two things I would say is I wouldn't call him unlucky because if you looked at the highlights, they were he should have scored at okay, least okay. you know one or two. And mm-hmm. Rodrigo was also self isolating with um, I don't know if he's confirmed to have COVID or um, he just um, like I don't know if he tested positive once or if he tested positive multiple times, but he was isolating from the squad. But yeah, no, I do agree that Bielsa is a very loyal manager, and it's seems like it's Bamford's spot to lose. And you um, mentioned how like how they just continue to attack and play their style. I think that's dope. Uh, we see so many teams like come up and just struggle and like throw five defenders back there and just just really sit back and just pray to stay up. And it's cool to see somebody come up and you know have the balls to just play their style. I think it's dope. I hope it works out for them. West Brom and Fulham are uh, prime examples of not doing too well once they come right, right up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's real cool, real cool to see. So uh, yeah, I still feel okay about Leeds. Uh, bad result for the weekend, but. Some of their some of their assets are definitely worth having still. Uh, looking here at the results, if there's anything else uh, notable, Southampton four three over Villa. That's a that's a pretty crazy result. Uh, got a lot Jack of Grealish, Jack Grealish had the the garbage time uh, goal and assist there too. Love so, that. Yeah, loved it. Uh, uh, Ward Prowse as well. I saw some people were pretty excited about him uh, with the two goals and the assist. Uh, Armstrong came back with an assist. And Che Adams with an assist. How do we feel about Che Adams now that uh, Ings is going to be out? Was that was that one of our topics? Should I should I not bring that up yet? I mean, I, I think um, it's a question in the group chat. <laughs> or is that a, or is that a perfect transition? You, um, you nailed it, man. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> how do we how do we feel about Che? I think I think personally, I'm a little worried because uh, I have him. I, I like the way. I, I just don't. Um, I don't feel too good about him without Ings. I like the way that they play off each other and. He seems to get more chances when Ings on the field with him, so it's uh it's a bit concerning. Uh, how long is Ings out? Do we do we get an update on that? I think in the past day or two, um, Hassan Hurl, the I, I might be butchering that name, but the Southampton coach said four to six weeks approximately. Oh, that's bad. That's 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 long term. So it, the only the only good thing is that it's over the international break, so you kind of save mm. some some time there, but it's uh. I mean, so that should only be like four game weeks missed, maybe like four. He said he's had, pro- he's had problems in the past with his knees, so it could end up being longer. Um, but it, it's kind of you know, injuries at that length are kind of a crapshoot sometimes. I remember the beginning of the season where everyone kind of thought Ferguson would be back for Palace in like the first right. three weeks, ago, and it's like yeah, it's hard to right. tell. Especially uh, like you mentioned, he's had the injuries before. Like once, especially with the knees. Like once, once the knees go and you 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 hurt him once, it's just like it seems like a never ending bullshit. Like like a battle with your knees, you know. Yeah. So the uh, best of luck to Ings uh, if you're listening, Danny. I uh, hope right. you're all right. <laughs> Some people are considering Shane Long as a like a differential pick during this time because mm. uh, Southampton is still going to probably line up in a uh, two striker formation. And uh, during the time uh, that uh, Ings would be gone, they would play Newcastle home, Wolfsburg, United, and then probably uh, Brighton and Sheffield. So that's not a bad five fixtures to have a differential pick of a you know a cheap five point two striker. No, not at all, not at all. But like the thing is, I feel like that's only point six away from Bamford. Like, would you really take him over Bamford? Because that's they're kind of in the same range there. Or, or I mean, I would definitely take him over uh, like some of the other strikers in that range you know he, he you know he, over brewster yeah okay that was awesome. i was just thinking I mean, about brewster too i don't I mean, know i don't know but 
But the thing is, that, like, uh, Gashkar also mentioned that the Leeds are going to be playing their style of football constantly. It doesn't matter who they're going up against. But in the next five games, they play Crystal Palace away. Then they play Arsenal at home, Everton away, which should be, should be like an Everton team that's fully back to health. And then Chelsea right. away and a West Ham team. So it's kind of uh, depends how you look at the fixtures. But I, I mean, yeah. I personally wouldn't consider it, but it's something that I you know. When some, I saw like, the idea being thrown around, then it t- totally didn't, you know. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it kind of. I think it kind of depends on your team structure too. If you have the the space for that, and you're looking, you're you're the kind of player that's looking for that small differential to like climb up the ranks at this point in the season. You know, not like a massive risk because it's still mostly a fodder spot. But you know, if you want to, I mean, it's a it's a good consideration to have if you want to throw them in there and see if old Shaney can boost your rank up. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's compare him to Brewster though. Uh, Brewster at four and a half, save you some money and a guaranteed. Uh, is he is he a guaranteed starter? Yeah, right. Yeah. He started. He started the past two. Game Let's see. He played. Game? He played. He played twenty six minutes in game week five, fifty three minutes after that, and ninety minutes last week. So it looks like they were working his way up to starting, and we'll see if if he goes the full ninety again. Uh, this yeah. Week. I, I, I kind of feel bad for him because Sheffield, he came like right at the time where he's been like joining right at the time where Sheffield have really bad fixtures. Yeah. So it could be a case of like, you know, he starts like four games in a row, but they're against really top teams and he has a tough time scoring, of course, and mm-hmm. then gets dropped or someone else. So it, it's kind of like a wait and see, but I think the main point is at 4.5, you're not really going to find anyone else who has that much of a chance at starting. And the good thing is you're not going to find anyone else on Sheffield who has that much of a chance at scoring. Uh, like, if, if Sheffield's going to score a goal, it's probably going to be him. <laughs> that's that's yeah. how I feel at this point. Yeah, totally dude, just jinxed it. I just jinxed it, yeah, probably. Well, good thing I don't have him in my team, so uh, <laughs> all, all good with me. Um, let's see, any any other major crazy results to talk about? The uh, tune. Yeah. How do you feel about that, man? Let's see, we got – Goals, two goals from Wilson and assist from Frazier. And on the other side, Calvert Lewin scored yet again. And the boy, Alexi Wobi got an assist. Don't think anybody has him, but just, just shout out Alexi Wobi. <laughs> C4, how did you feel about the win? Uh, well, good. But then, too, I feel like it's kind of going under the radar how, like, Wilson's kind of come back and, like, silently putting together a pretty good FPL season. Dude, I, like, I, I, liked, I liked Wilson. Remember, I was, I was pretty high on him when, when they first brought him in. Uh, did but did I, you have him in your team? I did, I did, but I ultimately went with Bamford over him, uh, like for, okay. for this for this period. But it, it's it was a tough call, and I don't know. I I'm, I might end up being wrong. I really and like I really like what Wilson's doing. Honestly, that was probably with the first whatever seven fixtures are harder for Newcastle than what's coming up. So mm-hmm. he could continue that form. Like, so I'm probably going to play my wild card after the international break, and he's going to go into that team. Like, I, I don't think blame he's the you, dude. Six point five striker right now. I don't blame you. After that, after the international break, he's got Chelsea, which is tough. But then Palace, Villa might be tough. West Brom, Leeds, Fulham, not awful. You could definitely see some uh, some goals coming in there, and especially. But the I'm, team I'm just going. calling it now. Newcastle mm-hmm. usually plays really well against Chelsea, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't count them out there. Those are back so to the. What are the you calling? You said, I'm calling. You're calling. Fine. You're, uh, I'll say it right now. New, Newcastle is going to get a result against Chelsea. Okay. Well, like a loss? <laughs> Gash, for, for those of us who know soccer or football, we know that result refers to a draw or a win. What is soccer football? So I said soccer oh, or football. You're, you're talking like the result that United got against Newcastle a few weeks ago. One of the only things I've been happy about this season, so I remember that one. <laughs> you know your United season's going bad when the highlight of your season is a win against Newcastle. No, the highlight was a 5-0 winning against <laughs> I like how you said the highlight was. Like, There's nothing going to top that the rest of the year. It's done. No, no, no. It's <laughs> Um, the only the only thing I'd bring up at this point is um, I think Colin Wilson could be very um, a, a very attractive option if anyone's looking to jump off the DCL train. You know, some people might have had him since he was like seven point oh or seven point two or something, and they want to make the profit. I think Colin Wilson's a very viable um, striker to down well downgrade to. I'm not going to you know fix myself or anything um, and free up the extra you know whatever. Uh, one and a half about in funds to upgrade somewhere else. A lot, a, a lot of people might be looking to bring in 
um, City midfielders at this time with their current fixtures turning, uh, I think, after this upcoming game week. Um, yes. So if you want to fit a Sterling or a De Bruyne into your team, um, then it might be it be might might be a good move to downgrade maybe a DCL to uh, Colin Wilson and then use those funds in midfield. Mm -hmm. It's actually uh, it's two more weeks until City's fixtures clear up a little bit. They got Liverpool this week and then uh, Spurs after the break. I don't think yeah. that Spurs game is going to be easy. And I think right after that it clears up. Uh, after that it definitely clears up and they Doesn't got go, like, uh, Burnley, Burnley back to back. Burnley, Fulham, then United, West Brom, Southampton, Newcastle, Everton. Yeah, it doesn't look bad at all. So definitely some time to get your city assets back in. Uh, but you still have some time to do that. And you mentioned uh, downgrading from DCL to Wilson. I like that. That would uh, right now there's a 1.2 mil difference in their price, so that's definitely considerable to upgrade somewhere else. Um, and just uh, with let's talk about Everton's fixtures a little bit because why would you downgrade from uh, DCL uh, this week? They got United. Then after the break, they come back to Fulham Leeds Burnley, which is really attractive. Uh, so if you're thinking of downgrading, it might be tough to lose uh, DCL for those games. But then after that, they got Chelsea, Leicester, Arsenal, uh, City, Sheffield. So it gets it gets harder. But I don't know. I don't know if I would be ready to. I don't have DCL, so maybe I can't speak. But like if I did, I would be a little weary of doing it right away. Maybe in like two or three weeks. Any uh. Anything else? What what uh, C4? You got the you got the topics written down this time. What's next? What are we talking about? Here? I mean, we, we're <laughs> kind of already getting into it, but what's your transfer plan for this week? Oh, yeah, I, I, I can take this first, so you guys have time to think. Um, <laughs> my uh, my plan. I've been watching the the transfer market all week, and I want to go Robertson to Chilwell this week. Um, I watched them midweek and i think uh, this could be my united fan bias speaking but i think liverpool were lucky to not concede against atalanta um i mean they deserve to win the game but I, I think they were lucky to you know what i said to not concede any goals and i'm kind of worried that um chilwell could be performing at the level of or very close to robertson and then i'm just pretty much wasting that extra you know uh, a little bit more than a million at this point. I think Chilwell's 5.9 and Robertson 7.1. Um, so I, I really want, I want to downgrade that, but then uh, for me, just to sidetrack for a second, for me personally, the only consideration is who do I bring in goal? Because Matt Ryan apparently isn't a guaranteed starter now. So I was, I was looking at Mendy and then I was looking at Leno essentially, but I really don't want to bring in a 5.0 and um, whatever. So anyway, just, it, yeah, it sucks to use a transfer on a goalie. I'm looking at that now too yeah. with Ryan it sucks. I know. So anyway, yeah. So I'm looking. I'm looking at Robertson to chill well probably for this week, and then the extra. Did you fun. did you already get rid of Trent on your wild card? Yeah, yeah, my wild card. So, 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 so you're you're looking at having no more Liverpool defenders. That's it. Yep. Last week, last it. week I did. Last week I did Trent to chill well, and I, I'm I'm happy with that. I like what I've seen from chill well, and I'm still considering getting Robertson out as well. Except uh, he's looked he's looked good enough to kind of keep him around, but but the clean sheets. You're right. The, the clean sheets are just not going to happen. The, the only thing is, level. I really. I really want Chilwell in right for the clean sheets, and I think he has at least comparable attacking returns. And I could really use that extra money in midfield right now to upgrade potentially Son to De Bruyne if I can yeah. find the money. I mean, I really don't want to get rid of Son, but if that's what I have to do to get De Bruyne into my team for yeah, the City fixture turn, then I think I'm going to do it. Even though I think I think Son is the most owned player in FPL mm -hmm. right now, but I'm uh, you know I'm in eighth place. It can't it can only get two places. <laughs> League, so I only, I'm trying to just go up and sit it down. <laughs> um, let's see. Is Sun the most owned player? Yes, fifty nine point five percent. Wow, and I'm I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm proud of that. I I almost brought him in. Uh, but wait, one more thing about Chilwell. Uh, he is on corners right now too, so that's uh exciting. But some people think that once Ziyech gets more comfortable, uh, then he'll eventually take those over. Who so, who some, took the corner that Zuma scored off of? Last game week in the Premier League? Yeah. Um, I would guess. It, it wasn't Chilwell. No, because he didn't have an assist. Oh. It might have, I don't I want to say I it was know. now or. Did Zuma score direct from the corner? Yeah, yeah I was going to say it might have. I don't know. It might have, like. Oh. I didn't see oh, the goal. Okay. In... Oh, I, still had, I still had Robertson, so I didn't get the goal. <laughs> oh, yeah. All I know is I. I, is I, it, I might have been bounced for the itch. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, but, but like what I what I read did say that Zh would take them over soon. So uh make makes sense. Gash, were you saying something? You like kinda cut out. 
Yeah, no, I said it was probably Mount because Frank probably jerked him off the locker room. After <laughs> <laughs> Frank loves that kid, dude. I don't know why. I was just playing. I've been playing career mode like like nonstop, and I'm in like 2023 now. And Mason Mount is an 89 overall and one of the best players in the world. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously so somewhere somewhere Frank, Frank Lampard is. is <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, okay, so transfer plan, Taz. What are you doing? So I already got rid of uh, Robertson last game week. So I carried over two free transfers for this week. I'm happy with Chilla that I brought him in. And now kind of have like this problem with the other Chelsea asset that I have in Pulisic. Where do I keep him for the while he's uh, injured or do I transfer him out? And I'm kind of uh, debating like right now I have the funds to transfer him up to Rashford, which is something that I'm considering doing and most likely will do. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know, playing around and seeing how can like you know i have kane and son right now and the fixtures do take a uh turn for the worse and then game week so i'm like do i want to keep both of them over that course mm. of time or do i want to you know downgrade one uh you know i kind of really like marshall just came back for united and he they went back to the playing the four two three one with him up top so he's kind of take the striker spot away from rashford he scored and they lost to istanbul uh in the champions league so it's kind of like that's somebody i'm considering but then like, at the same time i don't really want to get rid of kane so then like mm -hmm. i'm kind of playing around seeing how like same thing with like a guy mentioned how can i maybe downgrade son or you know change son and like postage get kdb and see who else i can get so that's something i'm playing around with but i think right now my priority list is to deal with postage and then after that maybe look into Sace, who was uh, benched the uh, <laughs> last mm -hmm. game week yeah, I'm in the exact same boat as you are with uh, Pulisic. I was also looking at Rashford. Uh, I have uh, enough in the bank where I can do Pulisic directly to Sun or Rashford. So uh, I can go either way with that. I don't have a Spurs asset right now. So maybe it does make sense to get Sun. And as far as you debating whether to have two Spurs assets, uh, I don't know. How do, how, do, how do the rest of us feel about that? I like, no. I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who likes to split up the risk, and especially as fixtures get a little tougher. Uh, I wouldn't want to have two players from the same team. Uh, usually, that's just just C four. You agree? You you wouldn't want to have both. Like, and I, I want to call you and Gash out on this. Like, I think it's mad that you guys actually plan on keeping Son or Son and Kane after this game week. Like, I've had Kane since before game week one. This is the last week in my team until I was looking at the fixtures. Like, they're shit. I think up until like. 9, 10, 11, 12 is okay, 13 shit, 14 shit, 15 shit, like game week 16. That's yeah, the they're, earliest they're, I would bring them back in. They're not. And like, I don't after, get this argument. After this of, week, oh, yeah. yeah. Son's at like 60% ownership. I have to keep him in my team. Like, this is the exact moment you sell him because price rises just like go down and cash out. Like, I don't get this right. whole, I, I have to keep them in my I, team. I, I, and like, Tomo, like, for you, no, Tomo, like for you, I don't know why you would even consider bringing a Spurs player. If you don't have one right now, just like stop. That's it. You missed out on the ride. One week isn't worth it to bring him in and take him out right away. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can talk now. You have yeah, my permission. Rebu rebuke against your brutal assault full of vitriol. Well, so far that brutal assault convinced me. I'm not bringing in Son as of right now. That, that was that was good, C4. You okay. got it. My, my, <laughs> I don't know, you, you said that I was planning on keeping Kane and Son. I uh, said, like, whatever combination. Uh, <laughs> no. Son, uh, if, if anything, Son is the one I want to get rid of over this tough run. I think Harry Kane's um, underlying stats, his expected goals, expected assists, he's creating a lot. as Like, you know, even when he's not scoring the goals, he's still creating them for other players. So I, I could see very much over this run of um, – which, by the way, you know – against tough teams, which Mourinho usually loves because he plays his typical counter-attacking style. So I could see Son creating a bunch of goals for like a – or sorry, I could see Kane creating goals for Son or for Lucas Moore or for like, you know, whoever's uh, – maybe Gareth Bale, the, the wingers flying past him. So I, I want to – what I want to do is keep Harry Kane over this period because either he's on the penalties or he's scoring the goals from open play or if he's not, there's a very high chance that he's creating the goals – for Son or Gareth Bale or whoever. Mm -hmm. So I think my plan personally is to keep Harry Kane, um, get, get the money to upgrade Son to a KDB. And at worst case, I can downgrade Kane to someone like Jamie Vardy if he continues his 
his form where, you know, I mean, like uh, uh, FPL players over the past couple of seasons know that if Jamie Vardy hits form, he's normally good for like a, like a five or 10 game span. Um, and then, or 15 or last year, 15, yeah, I know, 20 or 15, 20, <laughs> yeah, captain or something. But yeah. anyway, like a, you know, that's a, that's a consideration. But I, I would much rather uh, my plan as a, as of this moment is to move on Son to get uh, De Bruyne in and keep Kane in my team until I see for a fact that he is not performing because I already have you know like uh, I think a point two raise on him, so I I, I can I, I've already made profit, so I'm just. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on the prices and, and wait to sell, but I want to sell Son and keep Kane in my team. I like I like the reasoning with that because Kane does really seem to be dropping back more and and distributing a bit more to the wingers, and we gotta expect yeah. Gareth Bale to start doing more sometime soon, right? Can, I mean, Kane's eleven point oh. as of as of maybe yesterday, and I got him at ten point five. So I'm gonna, wait, you, gonna you, keep you, that you, until you, I really have to sell. You broke up for me. What did you say? You said he's at eleven point oh now, and you bought him at ten five. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's 11-0 now. I got him. I somehow got him at 10-5, even though I was on the cane train pretty late. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna. I, I, even if he drops to 10.9, I still have the same um, price rise there. Right. Yeah, those fixtures are brutal, but like, it's it's like I said, if 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 you're gonna take a punt on a top top six team, you know, might as well pick one of the best strikers in the world and in good form. And and with that counterattacking style that that they might have to use in some of those games, it makes sense. That's that's cool. That's valid. I don't have Kane, so I, I can't take anything personally from that. But that was a, a good argument. Well well done. <laughs> uh, Come on, Jose Mourinho counterattack. It's it's got to happen, dude. I just want to say if, if if anybody's listening and you don't follow Jose Mourinho on Instagram yet, please like it'll. <laughs> It's the funniest thing, dude. I I still go back and look at that photo from last week of him sitting on the bus, like all upset, and he's like, "I hope everyone on this bus is sad as I am training at 11. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've never seen a manager post anything like that. Like, just be <laughs> so publicly upset at his team, and like, it's oh man, it's great. I I can you I imagine being on the team bus and just <laughs> right? Like you pull that oh, up. I practiced like, four mornings. <laughs> I remember the way he looked and everything. Oh, I love that photo so much. Was, I remember when he was at Real Madrid. Like one of my favorite moments of him, like you know, before he was even ever United manager, is uh, I think they were playing Barcelona, and it just like this clip of him, like the coach has got to a little scruffle on the sideline, and he runs up to a Barcelona coach and just he, he pulls, grabs his ear, and just yanks it. <laughs> And you see the replay, and he just you see him, like you see him like walking in the back and just goes. Yeah. Like, oh my god! He's 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 a crazy crazy dude. <laughs> dude, I'm gonna make that my background. I think bad performances deserve bad results. I hope everyone in this bus is as upset as I am tomorrow, 11 a.m. training. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, so maybe he can inspire them to to do something throughout this tough run. But who knows? It is a pretty, pretty tough run. But Bale's got to start doing something soon, right? I'm not. I I'm mean, not talking about. I'm not talking about bringing him in, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, in terms of playing more consistently, because he's only played 38 minutes in the Premier League since he arrived. So it's so, uh, it's a little I, concerning as of right now. I, but. Say, I think he's is he he's, is he still 9.5? He didn't fall or anything. Um, he's still nine five. Yeah, he's only got one yeah, percent so ownership. For nine five, I would expect a lot more from an FPL asset, regardless of the nostalgia or anything of him coming back to Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Who 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 do you like more in that range? I guess Martial, um, Rashford, Son. Son. Son might be Son nine. Son might be nine six. Now, he's nine six. He's nine six. But the fact that they're that close and. Th- they started aren't that close. Yeah, that's. You see, Son also started the season in nine zero, so there was a pretty high chance that you jumped on to to him before he hit Bale's price. Right. Yeah, that's true. I didn't, but a lot of people did. Um. Any anything else? Did, did I did I not throw this question to one of you? Did one of you not get your chance yet? <laughs> I, I kind of lost get my chance yet. I, I think my <laughs> rant went over it. I, uh, I yeah I'm I'm lost today. <laughs> My bad. It's okay. We all are. Yeah. Uh, I I mentioned it a little earlier. Bang will be playing my wild card during the international break. So with my one free transfer this week, I'm just going to be taking a punt on someone. And uh, based on originally my plan wasn't to play the wild card, but 
had a pretty subpar week. I think well average. I expect better though. Uh, so I basically have the money to bring in any player in the game this week. And when I look at the fixtures this week, the ones I think where the best potential are Chelsea, Sheffield, uh, Spurs, West Brom, and Arsenal, Villa. I have Kane. Chelsea, I'm a little scared of just because of like Werner played midweek, Ziyech played midweek. Like Sheffield at home is a team you could easily rotate against. So I think that I'm going to be taking out my injured Pulisic and bringing Aubameyang in for this game week. I like it. I like it. Except I would be more, I don't know, with the way Villa have been looking, and I I think Arsenal have been looking pretty good as well. But but as long as Aubameyang's on the wing, I'm just, I'm just not feeling it in FPL terms. I know he did well on the wing last season, and we all had him, but it just looks different this year. It's just not working the same. For but whatever reason. Just, this is anecdotal, but Aubameyang is that guy who will just all of a sudden go off. Like, there won't be signs of him improving his form. It'll just be one week. It's like, oh, shit, that's Aubameyang's return. That's true. That's true. That is true. I don't know. Uh, so, e, are you definitely doing that? The Pulisic to Alba just for one week? Yeah. Is that confirmed? I like it. I mean, would do, you add I mean, Do you want me to make else? the transfer right now? No, no, I'm just saying, yep. is there anybody else? I do. I, 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 I want to. <laughs> <laughs> In case you guys haven't figured it out, Yash is the only non-sober member of the FPL hotline today. I'm sober. Sponsored, sponsored by Wild I Turkey. I said non-sober. Oh. <laughs> um, wait, is there anybody else, though, that you're considering in, like, that Albert? You wouldn't rather go to, like, Bruno, De Bruyne? No, that's not, not, not for a one-week punt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, in my one-week punt, if you look at all the fixtures, okay, like, the first one that jumps off the page, like I said, was Chelsea-Sheffield. I gave a reason for why I don't want to bring right. in Chelsea assets. As then you have Spurs-West Brom. I have Kane. And then Arsenal-Villa. I would bring in Aubameyang there. I mean, I why guess you can make the argument just bring son. in Son. That's, that's the argument I, I think I want to make. Yeah. Mm. That is the more attractive matchup. So my only logic would be, with that is because okay say the international break something weird happens and you know what my team's in good shape and i don't need to use the wild card just for whatever reason i decide i don't need to i'd rather have albamiang coming out of the international break than son okay okay but wait yeah go ahead no i just feel like you should you should just know if you're taking the wild card or not because if you're if you are, then all but makes sense. But if you if you're you know, if you yeah, if you are taking the wild card, then Sun makes more sense. But if you're considering keeping your wild card, then all but makes more uh, sense. So I they're both equally good sense. And if you look at the scoring odds this week, Lamiang is the top for per 90 minutes. I think he's at 54% to score according to the book. Really? I'm just saying if something crazy happens and I don't end up playing my wild card, because who knows how this game week goes. My team could be back on all cylinders, and I'll be like, okay, I'll hold. Right. Then, so, I mean, all those fixtures one- going forward are not that bad. I just want to list the fixtures real quick. I mean, it's Leeds. Wolves <laughs> is tough. Spurs is tough, but that's a derby. So anything can happen. That could always be a, a crazy high-scoring result. You know how those go. And uh, and then it's Burnley, Southampton. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you had all but for that stretch, it's not the worst thing in the world. So I, I see where you're coming from. Uh, sorry, Gash. The, the one thing I would say is if you're – Planning out your, I mean, what are we? We're hitting game week eight now or something. So I guess you still have time to play the wild card because it's till game week sixteen. But um, if if you're thinking of playing it soon, then by bringing in, like, if you're not going to captain Son, it's kind of a pointless player to bring in. Um, I, I think his returns are just like so tightly linked to Kane's returns that um, if you have Kane, you're going to captain Kane. Then by bringing in Son, like, yeah, you might, you know, if, if Spurs score five, six goals, you know, who the hell did, did they do that against? Maybe Man United or something. Um, but anyway, if they, if they score that many goals, you're probably, like, covered enough by Kane because not you know, some people, a decent number of people have, but not, like, a crazy majority have Kane and Son. So you're, I think you're covered enough there. So if you want to really go for the differential and bring in Aubameyang, and to uh, kind of go for the throat rather than to play defensive, I, I think that's a, a pretty solid move. 
But then we get into the debate of how much do differentials really matter and should you be chasing differentials this early in the season or should you just go for your best odds, you know? I, well, if you're if you're a mad lad, then you, you chase the differentials. <laughs> I mean, I I, right. I don't 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 get me wrong. I enjoy ch chasing a differential or two, but apparently I'm much better at it in the second half of the season than the first. So <laughs> I I don't even really start thinking about differentials that heavily until like until closer to the end. And maybe that's why I finished outside the top five last year. But oh, I you gotta you gotta. <laughs> I, I personally always if, if there's ever a week where like, I have a player like a differential player that scores like ten plus, I always want to like you know just have that. Over everyone's heads, be like, "Hey, you idiots! Guess who I brought in?" <laughs> there is, there is definitely that that bragging part of it, and that that feeling of finding a diamond in the rough. You know, uh, it's it's always a cool thing. Like, uh, I was pretty happy to see Bamford go off the other week with the hat trick. Like, that was exciting. You know, not even though he has a little bit higher ownership, I wouldn't exactly go on the differential. But I see what you mean. It's a it's it's a good feeling. You know, it's, it's something and to chase. I just um, I something I just that just came to my mind when I plug that is um. Myself, C4, and one of our other friends, um, Sid, who you might remember from that one episode, is the, the moron who got that thing wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, disaster Magnus Carlson. Yeah, no, <laughs> the, the awful episode. Um, we, Actually, we, we, didn't, we, didn't make that a, we didn't make that a real episode. That was just the YouTube clip for Magnus. So, yeah, so if it you're was so bad, have, it didn't make if it. If you're lucky enough to have missed that, then count yourself uh, very as a very uh, fortunate individual. But anyway, we have a bet going that um whichever one of us three finishes the highest they get to pick an outfit for the other two at on like a, a big like a party weekend so hopefully covid is, is over soonish um and we can do it but you know it, it'd be a very stupid outfit and we will the, the reason why that just came to my mind was just talking about differentials and stuff so i just want to send the promise out now that we'll, we will post those outfits once they come out uh, and, and show them to all of you on Social media. Yeah. So do you already know your outfit? Uh, missing out. <laughs> you what I would mind? pick, or what you're saying you're to pick? Like, for me. Do, do you know? You don't have to tell me what it is, but do you know what you would pick for me and Sid? Oh, I have no idea. Probably like a ketchup costume or something. <laughs> yeah. No one, no one really laughed at that. So I would pick that. I'm gonna change it. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Wait. So one of so you. So it's got. It's got to be. It's. It's got to be a mustard costume. Then. <laughs> yeah. Um. One of you picks the outfits for the other two. Yeah. Right. The highest. The, the highest of the three yeah. picks the outfit for the other. And so the they we we set like a dollar limit, like fifty bucks or something. So like they the the lower people have to pay for the outfits up to fifty dollars, right. pretty much. Is it? Is it? Or whatever uh, the number was. Are our costumes allowed, or does it have to be like regular clothes? The no, only stipulation can... was it can't be anything that would get you thrown out of somewhere. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No. Uh, no. No. Certain uniforms. Nothing. Nothing like that. No. No. no nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. No, nothing, no, no, nothing no. racist. Nothing too like revealing. Yeah, but yeah. as long as long as it's like in good taste, at least, and and like still stupid and funny to wear, I, I don't. I'm. I'm totally in. I'm would in. like would, would like a bikini be in good taste? I, I think it'd be funny to see C4 in a bikini. That could be cool. I mean, that'd be funny. Not, yeah, as long cool. as it's as long as it's not the high waisted ones, you know, I can I have a couple of those at home already, so I wouldn't I would not want any more of those, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, we're we're getting way off track. That was a little <laughs> sus there, Tom. Yeah, sorry, I, I derailed that. Uh, that's my that's my bad. What what do you mean that's sus? That's a compliment, man. I want to see you in a bikini. Yeah, that's a sus. <laughs> All right, yeah, we definitely got to move on after that. Um, what's, Are you ready for my it? fun question? Yeah, yo, I just want to introduce this. The C4 posted this to the group, and I and I loved it. I hope you come up with more shit like this. So C4, take it away. Introduce so, your, your segment. For, for this week, we're going to call it C4's Corner. How many points <laughs> we, we didn't, we would didn't you pay <laughs> for an additional wildcard slash FPL chip? And when I mean C4. slash FPL chip, any of them. Like any of the ones that already exist, how many yeah. points would you give up to get one of them? Are you saying are you saying that like uh, like a maximum or a minimum number? Like if you pay at like, least twelve, just minimum. give me a price that you would. So, so like we'll give you a, a like a price in, in points to pay, and we'll tell you what chip we would think we'd get with that. Yeah, no, you just name. Okay, you want? Okay, for me personally, no. I'll go. Okay, for a wild card, I'd probably pay uh, twenty points for it. For a bench boost, at most ten. Uh, that's, that's too much for me. Free hit, 
that one honestly depends on the week, but that one might be like 10, 15 in that range. And triple captain, probably 10. So 10. No, I wouldn't even pay 10 for triple captain. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I would pay. So wild card, definitely 20. I feel like that's the max. Well, if you because if you subbed everybody out and took all the hits, what would it be? It would be minus thirty-two. Right? So my, uh, my, it'd, my, it'd my logic 60. is that you're only oh, buying wow. the wild card. The additional mm-hmm. one is if you're taking out like more than five players, so it actually becomes worth it for you to buy it. So yeah, you're, ne- but, you're, ne- you're never a minus sixty on the wild card though, because you always get one free yeah, transfer yeah. a week. So yeah, so, you get my you get minus fifty six max, you idiot. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you 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 know me and math don't don't get along. <laughs> it's not like it's in your name or anything. Oh shit, you're right. I never realized. Um, Mathomo. <laughs> math Mathomo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. I would pay, I would pay like five for a bench boost. Cause I fucking hate the bench boost anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I already used mine this year. Just, I didn't want it. That's why I used it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would pay, I'll pay 20. I would consider paying. No, nah, I'll pay 20 for a wild card. That's, that's valid. Um, captain, like five, four, I don't know. Not, not too high on that one, but free hit, free hit. I would go like 15. You know, if 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 I, just like five below whatever wild card is for a free hit, so like fifteen for free hit, twenty for wild card. I like the free hit; comes in handy for those like double game weeks that we always get around like the late twenties, thirties, like mm-hmm. around th- that part of the season. Love the free hit. Uh, Gash, you got some? Oh, I do have some. <laughs> um, I don't know. Why I didn't finish that sentence. So I just... <laughs> you got I would some? say. Uh... The, the yeah, that's some. The bench boost. The bench is difficult because you always need some kind of money on your bench to uh, to play. But I think it's most viable this season with the COVID restrictions. You kind of always want the more the more bench players playing in case your you know main uh, your uh, assumed starters have COVID or some kind of uh, unpredictable injury. So for this season specifically, I would say I'd probably pay. I don't know. Eight points for an extra bench boost. Um, I would probably do um, eight also for a triple captain because it's very. Uh, it's kind of like an average thing because it's kind of it's very hit or miss. Just never, never triple captain anyone whose name ends in a n e because it's always pretty much guaranteed to go wrong. You wouldn't triple captain Harry Kane. No, no. There is, there is, uh, there was Sane. There was Mane. Uh, there one season there was uh, Shane and Duffy on, on Brighton, the center back. Uh, <laughs> Dude, this the, season, the, the season Sane Kane, one, the Sane one was the funniest to me. This, I remember this, people were so upset at that one because it was a double game. Sane, Sane both easy the, only, the Sane one was the only one of those I like actually bit on that I that you I, you I fell uh, for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fell for it hard. Didn't I mean, he I only play I, like eighty minutes combined in the two games or something? something like he that. didn't. He got, yeah, it was. He got off at first before sixty, and he didn't start the second either. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> are you serious? What was it? Was it two points? So was it six? Yeah, captain. No, he got three points. I think three. So it was nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, right. people were so upset about that. I never yeah. fall for those big hype trains. It's just. Uh, it, it's it's too good to be true sometimes. When people start talking on the subreddit, it becomes a real circle jerk. Everybody's like, "Yo, it's gonna be great this week." Sane triple captain, let's go! And then it just not nothing. It's awful, but no, yeah, that, that did not make any. Uh, so that was the one I I actually got suckered by. Um, I forget where I was going, but I, I think I was I think I had wild card left, and I for a wild card I'd pay, I don't know, probably minus twenty, because I yeah. like to think. Of if I bank up two free transfers and then you know five hits, so seven changes in one week with the two frees is is minus twenty. So I think that would be the point at which I enjoy, like you know, as long as I can play the wild card at any point during the season, um, I would pay the minus twenty for it because I think it'd be useful to have three to spread out rather than just the two. Um, yeah. And then I think I hit bench boost. I hit triple captain. Oh, free hit. Uh, and then the free hit, I don't know. I, 
you know, I, I guess I, it's useful for the double game weeks and the blank game weeks later in the season once they happen. So I'd probably give it like a minus 12 or something, you know, mm-hmm. assuming I, I nailed the captain and for a double game week or something, it'd be pretty easy to make up those points. Yeah. Assuming you didn't pick Sané or something like that. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't pick him anymore because he plays for Bayern, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Differential. Um, <laughs> Big differential, yeah. Zero percent ownership, and he's he's a great player. It's amazing. No one knows about him. <laughs> Plays for one of the best teams in the world. He's he's awesome. <laughs> uh, Taz, how about you, bro? Um, I see. For me, I was looking at it like to from a standpoint of like how much would like I get benefited from having that extra chip, and I'm kind of. You know, I don't. If FPL did have this, like, and as an actual thing, I don't think the prices would be as cheap as we as how much we would pay for it. I think it'd be way more expensive. But I kind of with the, what was the the bench boost eight points because I feel like that's kind of like the borderline. If you do buy it and all your, you know, let's say all you all your all your bench like players in your bench actually start, but all their returns two points. That's eight points. That so kind of makes it, you know, clear. Maybe I'll consider ten on that little two point risk, but at the same time, it's like. You need multiple players to return in order to benefit. So I don't think I would buy any of these really. Even then, like going out to the triple captain, uh, same thing. Like around like around the ten point mark is like maybe I'll consider buying it if it was like a something like a you know a very enticing triple captain opportunity that was like okay I'm I'm gonna make up way more points than you know than I expect to lose with a ten, and then uh, for free hit uh, probably ten also. I just think in, uh, it does come in useful. So actually, maybe, no, for free hit, maybe I'll do a little bit more 15 because you could sometimes load up on, like, you know, if, like, Man City and, like, Liverpool are both playing pretty, like, shit teams, you can load up on three players from each team. So that kind of bring mm-hmm. it back up. So up 15. And then for wild card, I think I will pay 20, but at the same time, I feel like, uh, you know, even if your team is in terrible shambles, you know, 20-point hit sometimes is a lot in our FPL leagues, especially, you know, for our, like, mini league, a lot of times, you know, <laughs> the difference between the, some of the places then the season is like under like 10 points. So that's kind of like you know, those free me. hits, those free hits uh, over the course of a season, you know, take up and you know, kind of hurt you in the, your mini league in the long run. But if you're just playing to see how your world rankings are, you know, I think 20, even 25 points for a wild card is uh, something you would pay for. I think mm-hmm. that'd be fair. I think what would end up happening though is, and I think Tomo kind of touched on this with like Reddit creating trains, is that eventually FPL communities would start creating trains for like, oh, you know what, game week 14, it's really good fixtures for everyone. I'm going to buy a free hit so I could get like Liverpool against Norwich, Man City against Hutters, like just so that everyone would end up doing it. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be a lot of hype over it. It'd be something else to to be excited for. The one, the one I like, thing is I like my, the risk. I like the risk of it too. There's not really that much risk associated with the chips in usual because you're not like losing anything, but you're just yeah. not gaining. But this is this is like a real bet, you know? It's like it's it's intense. I uh, I I, pers- I personally think my perception might be skewed because I use the the bench boost in. Uh, so I use those this the transfers we got over the COVID break last year. Um, and then I used the bench boost like right into game week 30 plus or whatever it was like right coming out of the break. And I hit like 113 points or something like that. Mm. So I was flying at that point. I was really excited about all my chips and stuff. So I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so I, I, might be, I might just be skewed a little high by like the excitement of using all of those last season. Right. too. Yeah. That, that's when your comeback started, right? After the, the restart? Oh, it started in game week one. Yeah, we were all, all on the well technically because that's when you that's when you started going down right yeah <laughs> no yeah i think, I think yeah right <laughs> i think i think game week 30 i was like 12th place or something yeah um so, and, and he, so steve um, four is gonna try to come up with a uh, one of these every you know, week. not to toot my own horn but listen to me in the second half of the season <laughs> <laughs> um so c4 you're gonna try to come up with one of these every week uh you, I think you already put one into our group chat the other day. I think I don't know. I remember there was another cool discussion we had that we should we should save. We'll talk about that. Uh, so yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, last last bit is the captains. One last week of Sun Kane, or is it Chelsea time, or is it something completely different? Uh, Taz, who are you taking this week? Um, I think I'm gonna just keep it on the 
Kane for this one last game week before I consider him uh, transferring him out. I think, you know, it was uh, against the uh, – yeah, so I think I'm just keep it. I captain Kane last game week and I may return. Uh, I was happy with it, even though Salah, who was my last captain, returned more points. I think I'm going to just keep it on Kane for, for this game week also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Gash? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm also going Kane this game week. Um, they have uh, West Brom um, this this week, and I, I'm really excited about Kane's chances. I mean, I mean, if you think about the the, the big picture, Fulham just beat West Brom two nil, and Fulham are shit. So West Brom are like super duper shit at this shit at this point. <laughs> so I'm I'm really backing Kane to hopefully. I hope I hope Son's about to score. And I have Son on my team. I hope Son's about to score and gets hacked down like three times. So Kane gets a hat trick of penalties. And I would absolutely love that because I, I really think Kane is going to be at his best in terms of scoring, um, you know, being in the right spot to finish off chances and also creating everything for the team. So I'm going Kane this game week. And C4? J- just before that, Gash, and I guess Taz, do you guys put anything into the fact that apparently Son? is the better option FPL-wise to have away, and Kane's the better home option based on their production? No, I think it's a small small sample, so it doesn't really make a difference. I also think home and away doesn't make a difference in, in the COVID world uh, with, with fans. and Like, you don't have any – any. there's really no difference now. I mean, maybe maybe it's a little more comfortable for you to be playing in your and be sitting in your own locker room, but there's really no out, outer effect, I, I don't think. And I think I think we were seeing that is like uh, I was listening to uh, this Arsenal podcast the other day, and I don't remember the exact stat, but they said that uh, like the home team advantage has been like totally wiped out due to COVID. They said it's it's like they're statistically like the home team would have a higher chance to win typically, and now it's almost fifty fifty. Like it's really evened itself out to the point where it just doesn't matter. Again, another time where I like heard a cool stat and just didn't bring the stat to the episode, so. I just end up telling you guys that I heard a cool stat and it's just fucking worthless. So uh, <laughs> next, next next time I hear a cool stat, I got to like screenshot it and, and remember it. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's still too small of a sample size to say for sure. So I, I think it might just be like kind of deviation at this point. But yeah. I, I do think there's a small advantage at least playing on your home field. Um, you know, some of the pitches are slightly different sizes and you, you kind of feel more at home playing mm-hmm. there. Um Right, the locker but, room. You go and go in your locker. Yeah, room. You yeah. Probably, probably and, don't have to travel. You don't have to wake up earlier to maybe. But even, but I, I mean, I mean, I mean, even when you're on the field, like you know, you kind of know that the space is a lot better. But I still think it's, uh, it's definitely diminished. So there's there's still like a little bit of a home field advantage, but it's not as much as before. Yes, yes. And, and uh, yeah, my actual captain pick. I really want to go with a Bumiang, but I feel like I'll just end up with Kane. I feel like you always say you're going to do something really cool and ballsy, and then you backtrack like right before the deadline, and it, it just works out for you though. Like, yeah, he never does. Like if you if you if you actually did the cool ballsy things, you'd be in like you'd be in the mid table right now. So I guess I guess you're whatever you say in the episode versus do the exact side right or before he, the deadline he, is you're always right. Is fucking or he'd be like fifth overall. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I don't check your team either or anything. And like, I I watch the games. And I'm like, oh shit! I remember what C4 said in the podcast. He's probably doing terrible. And then I pull up your team, and you just you didn't do it. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> 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 um, my captain pick for this week uh, depends on the transfer I make. Because uh, if I do bring in a KDB or a Sun or like one of those high profile players, it could be one of them. But right now, I have Mane and Salah on the team together. I uh, captain Salah last week, so I'm my captain Mane this week. Against Man City? City, yep. They, they hey. been... oh, no, I know. I, I, I was thinking the same thing. I am. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew. I knew it was Man City, but uh, they haven't looked the same defensively. You know what was the what was the scoreline they had? Uh, hold on, hold on. Well, I think Thomas two weeks ago. I think Thomas Sufferings not wanting to pick a, a Spurs player this season. <laughs> I really, dude, I, I haven't had a Spurs player in my team for a single game week. Like when I play fantasy uh, NFL football, it's I I don't have Cowboys players. Like it's just these are just biased things I do, and I I I would rather lose than win with a Spurs player. If that makes sense, <laughs> does that make sense? No. Oh, that makes a lot of sense, bro. You <laughs> 
<laughs> um, no, but didn't didn't City have that crazy scoreline like a couple weeks ago? Shit, I'm bugging. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know what it yeah, is? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the it's the it's, it's getting colder now. The sun, the daylight savings is gone. The, the election, I, yeah, my I just you know the I don't mix. know what's going on. Here goes, yeah. here goes the sun. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know what? I'm I'm sticking with my money pick. You you you'll see. You'll all see. Is it captain? <laughs> yes. I, th- I thought you were kidding. Nope. You'll see. <laughs> okay, guys. So we're, we're looking I'm for not. a new host. Dude, he's, de- he's, he's definitely going to outscore us this week, too, after we talk all this shit. <laughs> Differentials, baby. That's why I'm reluctant to say anything. Um, yeah, I know, it's a, I know it's a ballsy pick. If I had to like actually be serious, um, if I do bring in Sun, I feel good about Sun this week. Uh, if I had Kane, I would feel good about Kane. I don't feel good about any Chelsea assets. Um, so the... I I, I want to show the size of my balls and uh, go with Mane, but I might I might pussy out and go with like Litwisson or something. He said balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, that's it, right? For this week, we have any other topics? This is a long episode. We're we're over an hour now. We haven't we haven't had a. I don't think we've been over an hour since one of the preseason episodes. If you're if you're if you're listening to this episode still, um, send us the code um, Fargenschnackle, and you'll you'll get a lot of props. I mean, we'll like you a lot, and we'll probably like you next week. So you're welcome. Oh, jeez, man. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. What, what, what did you say? Far Fargen? Is that a real word? Fargenschnackle. It's, it's, <laughs> It's when someone makes something up on the spot and they don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I think it's a good time to cut the episode. So, um, yeah, no, probably not for- twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in everybody um be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at fpl hotline and um oh i wanted to do a quick update on the fpl hotline league uh shout out to our let's just do like the top five uh places right now in first place we have two girls one clock second place <laughs> Gre- second place Grealish fc third place werner bros fourth place c4 united and uh fifth place fpl wag that was oh that was that uh if you're listening FPL wag she's the one who tweeted at was it Gash or C four she gave one of you guys like attitude it was pretty funny yeah it, well I told it, I told it was, her she was I, I said I would smack her over the head for picking Pepe or something yeah it was, so she you deserve that attitude that you well, no 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 but I was but I was but I was right I mean Pepe like come on she dumped him weeks ago <laughs> but she's she's in fifth place and you are in. Where are you again? Yeah, I mean, it sucks for her. That's exactly 40, where I want her. <laughs> All right, so yeah, shout Dude. out to those top five places. Uh, you have more things to say? Should we just? No, I was just gonna say forty eighth is where I'm my strongest. So okay. <laughs> All right, thanks for tuning in this week, Gashler, forty eighth place. Remember that. Um, and peace out, everybody. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Feel Hotline, and good luck this week. Peace. See you guys. Good luck. <laughs>